Hello, hello, and welcome. Whoa! Yeah, we're coming in hot, baby. The excitement. Uh, it's heating up. I'm Tommy Desalt. I'm Kellen King. This is Post Hump Day Podcast, also known as PhD. PhD. There you go. There uh, you go, dude. Tommy, I just want to get right into it because, uh, first of all, we have I haven't seen you in a while, even though it seems like, dude, we feel like strangers. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, sorry, I just, my head was going all over the place. But uh, Bahamas, <laughs> so you just many. got back from the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, first of all, how was that? It was incredible. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh! I tell you what, I it was one of my favorite trips I've had in a long Bahamas, time. Bahamas, come on, baby, mama. mama. Were y'all yeah. singing that over there? Did that even cross uh, y'all's mind? Bahama, mommy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed our time. It wasn't like an overly long trip. It was to me just about the right amount of time. Mm. Could have done another day or How two. How many days were you guys there? It was three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but uh four kind of. Like traveling. If you for count four? if you count like yeah, the days in and out. Cause we did get uh kind of a late checkout. Yeah. Um noon. So we had some time that morning and then the day we got there, we got there on a Sunday. Um we got there like afternoon it was pouring rain though when we got there mm. it is uh, hurricane season yeah um so i thought hurricane season was over <laughs> yeah you know no, what it's, uh, it's actually just started yeah i do know what you're talking about yeah but i the driver told us um it starts in june mm. june 1st through november 31st bro we've been getting is there 31 of... days in november let me check with my knuckles have you ever done this you <laughs> yeah, know this that's... trick here count them because i got my knuckles here January, February, March. No, no, no. You missed a knuckle. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. There's 30 days in June. Okay. 31 in July. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And if that's wrong, we who we apologize. I think we're checking November, dog. But What's that? We're checking November. Oh, so we got to keep going. Okay. Yeah. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. There's 30 days in November. Oh, you so stupid piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. But like. Uh, December has 31 days, so you could have just like... Well, yeah, but so look, these two knuckles in the middle, that screws everything you up. You got to count yeah, that that's gap. June and July. The Great Divide. Yeah. You got to count it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah, he was telling us it was hurricane season. Hey, if we had <laughs> an editor, I'd just have him put Thug Life right there on my knuckles while I count this. We, we can we can probably yeah, do that. Post. We'll do it in post. Um, yeah, I tell you what, though. Um, we stayed at a five-star resort... Look out. Nice. Uh, no, it was... Uh, okay, so that's sarcasm. No, yeah. We, it, yeah. Um, you thought it was better, going to be nicer than it was? No, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I mean, like, if you could have seen just the amount of money in this place. Okay, so it was a nice hotel. Oh, yeah, it was All right. massive. The, probably the nicest place I've ever stayed in my life. Okay, I thought was, I was hitting a little sarcasm. No, it was no, giving. I, I meant like like. It was giving. <laughs> what I was going for is, um, it was a little out of our norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say. Um, yeah, but, this wasn't like your run down to seaside or gotcha. Orange Beach. You know, gotcha. this yeah, was a yeah. Um, was it just y'all or y'all went the family? So my, my parents were there. Yeah. They were there for a wedding. For um, My sister-in-law's brother got married on a different got island uh, a different island in the Bahamas. Oh, so, so they were island hopped. So they island hopped, yeah. and then we caught them on the last leg of it. That's and, um, But, dude, there was so much that happened in three and a half, four days. Um, 
It was pretty wild. Yeah. And, and the coolest thing, though. Uh, okay, hold on. Right before we got there, um, there was a tragedy. Um, oh. About uh, you know, it was a senior trip. And, oh, okay, like school. And like a, a high school. Uh, it, well, this was. Been all over the news, um, but oh, it was on TikTok. It was on TikTok. I'm surprised you did. That's where Kellen gets his news. So <laughs> no, that is shocked he didn't know about this. But yeah, um, actually, in a, a recent senior graduate uh, passed away. Ooh, um, he had jumped out uh, the back of a Sunset Cruise. Oh man, in the Bahamas, and um, there's speculation if it was a shark that got him or. Oh, I thought you were gonna if say. he the the current, uh, but he drowned. He was considered lost at sea, which is the same as at this point, like a death certificate. Yeah. Um, so Basically, his friends dared him on the sunset that cruise. That is so stupid. The drinking age down there is eighteen. Yeah. So they were all drinking. Yeah. And he jumped in. They threw him a buoy, and he's like ten feet from the buoy. And then it's already passed. Feet from the buoy, and then there's. Only oh, okay now. There's two videos now on social media, but if you see in the video, there's hundreds of kids on this boat. So everyone's like, "Why are there not more videos?" Everybody has a phone. It's 2023, mm-hmm. but you see in the video, the kid looks at the buoy, and then he turns and swims the other way. And so that's why people are like, "Oh, it's a shark!" And if the kids' commentary on the boat made me sick, it made me nauseous. Like they were obviously wasted, having a good time, but the things they were—they were like, "Oh." Bye bye. Oh shit! I was like, dude, this kid's dying. Yeah, uh, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, and nobody try to go in or no. no. You, they would, they would have died too. But uh, yeah, so that happened like the week before we got there. That that happened and on one of our. Has that ever happened on a cruise of y'all's? Yeah, or someone on a big cruise. Someone yeah. kind of. But this wasn't. This was like a little boat. It looks like those pirate type. Yeah, but yeah. more so. Um, but you know how my mom is, God bless her. She is an angel. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was multiple senior trips there. So anytime some kid was at the bar next to her, she was like, Hey, I know I don't know you, Oh, but don't be, don't be doing that. So yeah. one of them like hugged her. Yeah. One she... kid was like, dude, he was pretty tanked yeah. and he was at the bar and B and I had met them. This was in a jazz lounge <laughs> on the resort. Man, and, that's... And my dad, he's like... Y'all meet us. Y'all meet us at the jazz lounge. We we want to. We'll, we'll go gamble. But meet us at the. And B was like, I do not want to go to it. It's so loud. I don't want to go. And uh, we stopped by there. Dude, we were standing behind my mom for a good four or five minutes, and she was talking to this kid. And then he got up and like gave her a big hug. See the. I was gonna say the scary thing about that is is that uh, like it wasn't too long ago that we were on trips like that. You know, like. Yeah, you went to the Bahamas. Obviously, you're there, but I'm saying, you know, spring break, those kind of things. Like, we, you could have, you could have probably dared me to do one of those things yeah. at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I probably would have been like, no, that's not a good idea. But uh, it would have been like a fifty fifty if I would have done it. Dude, you know I, I mean? yeah, I was doing doing similar, not in the Bahamas, but in, in high school when we, yeah. you know, um, and yeah, it's scary to think about. But anyways, I don't want to put a damper you're on good. it. You're good, but. So that it was relevant because that was very recent. Um, so um, I was, there was a lot of a lot of high school graduates there, um, and which was that does seem fun though. That would be was like I was like, scene. dude. I mean, and and like they must come from 
you know some money some money because not only where they were staying but also i mean they were getting the uh like private cabanas and all types of stuff i mean they were living large and yeah. so that was cool to see the graduates like probably you know a lot of like, graduation dude, that would be, money too yeah of, graduation know? money i was like that would be such a cool trip mm-hmm. um, well, the other thing is it's not all inclusive did you just say that? I didn't say that, but yeah, it wasn't so, all like, inclusive. Yeah, so it's like you can't eat anywhere or get drinks anywhere. Yeah, and, and it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. I mean, we got, uh, I mean, she got soup. Uh, what else came with the soup? A sand- okay, sandwich, got, sandwich soup, and I got pancakes. It was a it was, late night snack. Yeah, and it was yeah. fifty five dollars. Damn. For room service. Um. So. Which isn't, you know, might not seem crazy. No, but, that is for but, soup, sandwich, and pancakes. Like, But the drinks were like 20 to $30 a drink. Jeez, man. Um, yeah, it was crazy. But all that to be said, uh, as cliche as it was, our whole, like, inside thing was we're L-I-V-I-N. Like, Hell we're yeah. just like your koozie says. Uh, we living were living the, dream. living the dream. So you look over there just to kind of figure out if you're spelling it right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember if they had the G on. I want to. I want no G. I do want to ask you. Uh, you know, as me, as as a friend of yours, I got to see a picture of uh, the trip while you were over there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, for the listener at home, I'm not going to show it on camera or anything like that. It's okay. But it's a picture of you guys at the beach. Yeah. Uh, you and B just living the dream, <laughs> and uh, you're in the back. And she's you know front front page like front page front you know page. headline of this picture and you're holding their hand like some, you know, couples do in pictures where they like have the, you know, they're holding the hand or leading somebody. Uh, yeah. I know. Which one but it looks about. like you're pulling her away from the camera. It looks like you're like, Hey babe, like let's get out of here. It looks like it's giving father. <laughs> it's like, she's the, it's like, she's the 18 year old on senior break and she brought her dad. That's a little bit like, you know? Yeah. I tell you, um, yeah, we had quite a documentation of this trip. Lots of pictures. Um, what were we doing in that one picture? We were walking along no, the beach. We weren't walking. Strolling? No, we were dancing. Oh, we oh. were dancing. So he had spun me. Oh, so he was yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, okay, she's got such a better memory than that's I do. That's great. That's oh, great. Okay, God. that that, that makes you that's th- what it was. Is yeah, I was spinning her. Because you're like pulling her, and it's like, hey, yeah, so like, I was get away her, from these like locals. Pulling her back, yeah, um, yeah, no, that we, I, yeah, I, f- I forgot we were dancing. Yeah, we were dancing. That's great um, to know, dude. Uh, I tell you what, though, normally I don't do this just because it's like, I don't know, seems kind of cheesy or childish, but dude, I got virgin daiquiris while we were there. Oh yeah, and so you were on your 18 year old senior trip. <laughs> Well, they can drink. No, I know, uh, but there, but yeah, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, but like I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get a virgin strawberry daiquiri." I don't even care. What's the best? And she was getting drinks and pineapples. And what's the best, uh, like beach drink? Would you say? Um, do you, I mean they they had Bahama Mamas, they had Miami Vices, Sex on the Beach, um, Pina Coladas. B got Pina Coladas. She wanted a Pina Colada so yeah. bad, and she I got a couple. I was so excited. To get yeah, Pina Coladas. They go hard. I on think the beach, like they just hit different. Yeah, like they, they do. Pour. They do. Pina Coladas, margaritas. Those are the top two for me. I mean, they're the most like common, the gold standard though. Yeah. This, I don't think I had a margarita. They're the yeah. ooh with the salt on the rim. You already got the salt from the ocean, so it's just like 
yeah. just water at that point. Well, maybe. she drinks margaritas here as it is regularly. Yeah, I feel like. So it was kind of cool to see her try some, get to drink some different drinks. Yeah, if we go to like a Mexican restaurant or something, I'll grab a margarita. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, the the other thing was like, um, dude, I was on a um, couple different antibiotics at the same time. Yeah, that overlapped this trip, and one of the things was I couldn't have propylene glycol, so I couldn't vape. Yeah, the entire trip. Little and that I, sucks. First I of all, especially thought I was going to. Yeah, it was. Did you do? I mean, you know, so, both of you and I do kind of the nicotine yeah, patches. Yeah. So was that on the table? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's what kept me from dying. Yeah. Inside. Um. But yeah, dude, it was crazy. So the I don't know if it was the antibiotics or I have heard plenty of people say like when you come off those you know vapes, there's different products that are stronger than others. Yeah. Uh, salt nick and all the nicotine um i had the wildest dreams that like first night after hell yeah like and a I, full 24 hours let's uh, get let's do a little dream analysis yeah if you want to be fun I think it'd yeah be fun. all right so uh, maybe laid back down on the couch a little bit and we'll get into it you yeah i actually down. know quite a bit about dream interpretation well i'll get my phone out uh, just to see because i like looking up my dreams like if i have a very vivid dream and i'm like what the and also, I know it, guys. Hearing this uh, on the podcast, like when you have someone tell them tell you about their dream, it's pretty like nobody really cares. Right? Yeah, at all. But but I just want to take the like bizarre things, yeah, and kind of break that down. Yeah, and there's different significance between, um, like some dreams, your teeth all fall out. Yeah, you know, there's a meaning behind that. Yeah, you're very uh, stressed. You know what the one I get a lot is, and I hate this dream. It's similar to like. You know, people say like, oh, you're naked at school or whatever. Mine is like, I've got to take a really big shit <laughs> and I'm at school and all the bathrooms I'm going into are just filthy. They're like, there's like shit all over the ground, <laughs> like all over the mirror, like the janitor took the day off. There's water running. So they're not all occupied. They're just all filthy. Yeah. And I'm trying to find a good one. And like, I'm like, oh, and I got to go to a different, like, I, and I'm going to different, like, you know, I've been to different schools in my lifetime. So I'm like having to remember the layouts of like where the next bathroom is and all this kind of stuff. Oh and man. Always pretty in depth. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's the one that's been reoccurring lately. Okay. I want to hear yours. Then. Um, yeah. Well the, the bits and pieces that I remember as vivid as it was, I mean, there's certain things that stuck out. Yeah. Um, one of those was the weirdest thing is like, it started out where we actually were. Okay. okay the Bahamas. So, Right, and in our room had a balcony, but the balcony didn't have chairs or anything. Like you could barely oh, kind of get out. It was a French balcony for those. A French balcony. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Um. So just a kind of narrow balcony with a rail. Gotcha. So you can stand out there, but no sitting. Smoke a smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Smoke a French cigarette. Exactly, and it had sliding doors. Right. Save some room on the balcony. Exactly. Well, I had like gone out there mm -hmm. and it was like, okay, keep in mind, I'm guessing they had parasailing going on oh, in yeah. the ocean. So I'm guessing like part of this was like a bunch of different things yeah. factored in, but I could float. Okay. In the water or just in the, in the air? In the air. Those are great dreams. So, yeah, but I remember while I was asleep feeling super dizzy. Mm. Now, there's a second half of this, um, but 
So I'm like floating. Uh-huh. And I end up floating too far up over the rail. Oh, I've had that happen. I mean, like, so I now you- I'm outside of the French balcony and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, looking at I it up while you're doing, talking. I couldn't control where I was actually floating. So it wasn't like I was flying. I didn't have a cape. I was just kind of floating. Mm-hmm. And like I could turn. It was like you were in a video game and you could change the camera perspective. Yeah. So like my body, but I couldn't actually go. Or like control where I was where, going. Yeah, you were kind of like a little bit um, like levitating, lucid, in almost way. in a yeah, sense. Like you're yeah. like, okay, I know I'm floating. That always happens to me in dreams. Like when I'm floating or flying, like it's like, okay, I'm flying or I'm floating. Let's try to control this. And it's like I, I get like eighty percent of the way there, but that twenty percent is like the you know the you're right. You can't really dude. Do I couldn't do anything about anything in this dream, and I was like seeing things. I couldn't have any control. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really weird. But then it got to be where, like, I couldn't feel my arms. And it was like, I didn't know <laughs> if I had, like, sleep paralysis. You are sleeping at, weird. Or if I had slept wrong on my arm. But this was all so real in the in this dream yeah. that I'm just floating around. And then at some point, um, it was like, I was in another dimension. Like, I wasn't... So that's what's weird, is it started out so real that I was at our room in the balcony, but somewhere along the way... You lost your tether. You were way out into the universe. Yeah. And it was like, I couldn't find my way back. You ready? Yeah. All right. Floating close correlation to flying in dreams usually relates to the spiritual side of the dreamer. The middle way... be before a major transitional shift in life. In general, floating or levitation dreams can feel quite exhilarating that symbolically represent confidence, success, and happiness for the dreamer. Bro, I would say if you're in the Bahamas and you're getting a floating dream at the day one of the trip, yeah. Elated. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's like, you know, you're like and if you you're just in a good mood, you're just happy, you're ready to go dance on a beach yeah it kind of took a turn though because then it got to be like you know i don't want to say monsters but like Mm. some real vicious stuff happening that i just had no control over so i'm just living in fear floating in the air okay well Uh, i can look yeah i don't know what that means but but that's where it went wrong for me was like it was like i couldn't stop things i couldn't do anything but i was just floating around uncontrollably now what was weird is that we, I don't know what happened. If it was the medication or the coming off, you know, I vape yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. frequently. Um, dude, I ate dinner. Uh, we went to a pretty nice place. I had the best club sandwich I've probably ever had. Shout out. Um, and as we're sitting there at the tail end of dinner, I just got super dizzy. Some vertigo? Beyond. Yeah, I I was like on a cruise ship, mm, on a boat type yeah. feeling, rocking while I'm sitting down talking, and I was right in the middle of a story, and I just ducked out of that story as fast as I could. You got lightheaded. Um, but actually, I want to ask you because the question that came up at dinner, I was like, "Dang, I want to ask Kellen this." Yeah, and it's it's generic, but it struck up quite a conversation. If you could see one artist or band, living or dead. Anybody in any environment, any situation, 
who would it be? Uh, so any do I get to pick the venue and all that kind of stuff yeah. too? Damn. All right. Um, I want to hear who you picked first, if you don't mind, so I can kind of rack my brain to think about who I... Did you have an answer? I had like four different yeah. ones, and then I narrowed it down to one. Um, and I still am on the fence. Do you want to... I'll, I'll give you mine. Okay, yeah. And then give you some time. And I, I, I kind of have some people yeah. already, but... Um, B, what was yours? Who was, who was your... Um, who was your artist that you would see, living or dead? Mm. We talked about it. At, at, I can't remember oh, what you said. Was it like Freddie Mercury? Oh, that'd be cool. I think it was. I think it was Freddie Mercury for you. Um, it's about to pop. Oh, wait, no. I said Journey. Journey. That's what it was. Yeah. She went Journey. I would, so my thing is, if I'm going to, uh, do it with somebody, like watch them and all that kind of stuff. I'd like it to be kind of like a private venue, like almost like a house, like a so, small club and then like grab drinks, that kind of thing. Is that too much to ask? No, it's not because I actually went Stevie Ray Vaughan acoustic. Ooh, that's cool. Um, which Stevie Ray Vaughan did not think he was that great. Yeah. Especially acoustic. He had a lot of insecurity um stripped down yeah um but what's ironic is like some of my favorite stuff was him acoustic like i thought he just like soared um with the way he was able to emote things like in that situation versus yeah. full scale and so yeah i i wanted an intimate stevie ray vaughn acoustic yeah me and my friends um and yeah, maybe a maybe like a, a fifty person room or something. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm getting at is like a maybe almost like a brewery spot or like a, uh, a there's a couple bars that I'm thinking about locally, just like kind of like the and I wouldn't call them dive bars, but just like more cozy bars. Um, I'd pick Jimi Hendrix would be kind of cool to yeah just hear him just got go off like I'm just sitting there at a at a brewery and you know he's just there with his guitar just in the corner. And just like going off. And then, you know, he goes up to the bar. He's like, all right, thanks, guys. I'm going to be back in five minutes. You know, and then I'm like sitting at the bar, just like, hey, dude, you're doing really good. Like, you know, what's your secret? Oh, I flipped my guitar upside down because I'm left handed. I, I got I don't, acid whatever. in my band. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just, I'm sweating acid right now. <laughs> no, but uh, him and then um, it's a guy from locally from Dallas. Uh, he's really big now. And I can never remember how to say his last name, but I think you'll know who I'm talking about. His name's like Mark Rebelet, uh, Rebelet or Rebelet or something like that. It's the, he's the, he's in some like commercials and stuff, but he does like the improv EDM music. Where yeah. He just like, and he's, okay. He, he went famous over the, uh, over like, he was at a brewery, like playing in the corner and just playing the most like offen uh, offensive, like just crazy stuff. He's just like, you know, like moaning into the, it's just like funny. I don't know. He just like has this like kind of golden retriever energy, and I think okay. it'd be fun to like hear and just. But I would want like a lot of my friends to be there because uh, I watched that, that Paul Rudd energy. Uh, yeah, in yeah. a sense, yeah. But he's just like a very good improver. He's uh, and he I would like for him to just like play, and he does like the track, the the loop track stuff. Well, he'll play like a riff on the guitar or on the piano. Yeah. You know, four bar or whatever. And Come just back loop over it. it and yeah. Then, yeah. And he does that. Uh, There's a couple people in town that are pretty good at that. Um, I, like Johnny Cooper. Um, he, he's, he does that. Um, there's a couple other guys I've seen do that. Um, 
and, and, and girls too. There's yeah. um, a few female artists that are solo artists around here that uh, it's pretty incredible to watch. Um, some people call it cheating. I call it being creative. Yeah, because um, you got to do it on the fly too. Like you're, yeah. it's a live show, so it's here's here's my line in the sand with that. Is do you think that's I want cheating? you no, but but I want you to do the loops live. Mm-hmm. Don't have all the presets and then yeah. just riff solos on that. Right, you can have to all the- me. That's like, dude, you took like I want to see that you put in the time and practice. Yeah. Like, you can do that all. Yeah, because it's part of the performance. Exactly. Uh, I'm with you on that, and that's what he's. That's what he does, and he'll just like riff. Like I've seen him in huge clubs, like even in different countries. He'll be kind of like the boiler room situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll just improv. Like somebody will be wearing a shirt. And that'll be a whole song he just makes up. Yeah. Like, and he'll just like, you know, play riffs over guitar. And then people are just like, it's just really good. But the other one I would want to see, do you, um, so you know who Tyler, the creator is? Yep. He used to be in this group back in the day uh, with Frank Ocean and some other guys called Odd Future. Yeah. You've ever heard them? I'd like to see like a reunion tour with those guys. That would be cool. And, uh, And I'd like to... Like and that could be a big concert. It didn't have to be like a small room. You don't almost want that to be a larger yeah, I wanna, arena. Yeah, or, yeah. So that would be that would be my bigger one. And yeah. you know, I could I could go Queen. Queen would be badass to see. Obviously, um, I think that. I mean, but at the same time, like, I I don't want to go. I don't know. I just want to be a little bit like give, yeah. give a different age there. There's because there you could say like you know, I actually was on the fence between Elvis. Uh, I don't know and, if I'd like to see Elvis. And, and, well, here's why. Here's here was my reasoning, and then we got to take because my grandma break. would be over in the corner, just like shaking, like oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about. All the women <laughs> yeah, that you yeah, see yeah. that are just like, well, okay, like okay, okay, come okay, on, that, Carol, that, chill out. That leads me to it though. Is I want to know. I want to go back in time, and I want to see. Okay, imagine all these teen bops that came out, Justin Bieber included, um, like all anyone you want to put in that category, where. Young girls were just falling over for them. Yeah, um, it's like they're. Like, I want to when the preacher comes up to you and just like, in the name of God, or yeah, you know, and they just like yeah. fall over exactly. So I want to go back in time and I want to see. Okay, was it that much different, or was it the the same caliber of like what we've seen in our generation? It was just like the first back then. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, I think it's the same throughout every generation. I think yeah. like they just go crazy. Um, they go crazy. They go crazy. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. And then uh, we've got plenty more coming for you. Um, so we will see you on the other side of this break. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're back and uh, from the Bahamas. Dude. I I want to mention this is two days we had private cabanas um, in two different spots. the The first cabana we had was by the like a general pool on the resort, uh-huh. and the server was excellent. Uh, she was just killing it. Uh, she actually had served the other family we were with the day before, so they had already gotten to know her, and they actually requested her for that day. But all right. Um, dude, the food, incredible. Um, we got, um, I, I did a lot of club sandwiches and turkey wraps and, and whatnot there. They were just so good. Yeah. Um, but okay. drinks, like basically whenever you would just raise this flag up, 
Poncho raised the flag, maybe? poncho style. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just a red flag you'd raise up and they'd come serve you. That's Tommy's red flag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you, real quick, I'm going to sidebar. Have you guys been hearing about beige flags? Yeah, she sends me all the beige flag ones. She's like, this is totally. Do you good. have one for him just cooking? Yeah. Well, I'll, send, I'll say the one that I sent to him most recently. Tommy's beige flag is that he brings up things that we were talking about hours before. Talking to the Oh, sorry. He brings up things that we were talking about like hours before. Yeah. Like with no context. Yeah. It'll be like because it's just like yeah, that guy around. was that w- that guy was doing X Y Z. Yeah, like, he did what? have. Yeah, exactly. And you'd be like, oh, oh, I was talking about the guy that we saw at QT or whatever. And you're like, I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even know I'd do that. She sent me it and I was confused for a second. And I and asked he gets her. gets mad that nobody knows what he's talking about. I would say. Context, please. Mine is the other way around, I think. I do do that, but what I'll do, and we can get back to Bahamas, but I want to say mine is, I know this, is that I give too much context. And so because I give too much context, Lulu's just like, spit it out. Like, what are you trying to say? Just tell me what you're trying to say. See, that's what I feel like I'm like. And she's like, no, you don't give any. So I'll just be like, hey, so, you know, I'll tell her a story. And I'll be like, I just asked you a simple question. I'm like, okay, but not every question is a yes or no answer. But anyway, all right, Bahamas. I agree. You raised your red beigeish flag. Yeah, I am I'm with, with you on that, I, and it really I stand with you. It, there's, it's a little annoying because it's like, damn, I, I, just let me get it out. I got yeah. all this. You're gonna ask me more questions, follow up questions. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. So go for it. I feel you, brother. Have y'all heard uh, of the millennial pause? Yeah, we. Do, I mean, yeah. Y'all are really guilty of that. That's fine. Because it's a beige flag, I guess. I think it's more of just we have to think about what we have to say. You know, when that's just, you know, you got to. Sorry for being thoughtful. <laughs> you got to think about the words. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? mouth. Yeah, you got to yeah, yeah. just pause for a second. But I thought the millennial pause was had something to do with a video that you start. Like you press the start button and then that first split second is a pause because it's they that. Don't... And then it's like pausing. Like, like that? that? Oh. Tommy does it all the time. Yeah, but I, I blame my brain injury. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I can see the gears moving. Dude, things just work different these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should have seen me on while I was tweaking. Um, it was... <laughs> A different level. No pauses. No. Um, yeah, no, listen. Uh, the second cabana we got was in this... Um, the 25 degree north was the name of this little private... I thought you were about to give me the longitude and latitude over here. <laughs> It was, it was dope. It yeah. was, it was nice. The pool was an infinity pool. Mm. Um, way too cold. Way too cold for my really? liking. It was freezing cold. Yeah. Um, and oh, it's it's hurricane season. Forgot. Well, the ocean wasn't really, but the pool was like, yeah. Wait, I would have rather the weather, just go in the, the ocean. Was the weather hot or? Yeah, so I mean, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like it was not blazing hot. It wasn't as hot as it was here today yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or yesterday, but it was still like warm and it was beautiful weather most of the time there. Um, but it was this cabana. I mean, it had they had private TVs inside. Yeah, like uh, it was wild. But dude, these little birds were everywhere, and they would come in. It was like an outdoor but indoor little cabana. So it was like a house almost, uh-huh. like a little cat, like, like a little that's hut. Cool. hut. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, dude, but one day I was laying out on this 
like beach chair thing right there. And a little sparrow landed on my foot. Ooh. Just like on its toe? Yeah, like on your shoe. I was like, B, babe. Let me see what sparrows represent and while we're looking this up. I really wanted to, she, she, yeah, it flew off before she could get a picture, but it was, it was it's so, so cool. Cute. We were uh, one with nature. Do you want to know what a sparrow means in dreams? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Hey, Tommy, remember that cat we saw? Oh, yeah. I fed it. Dude, another freedom thing. Jeez. Birds of the messenger carrier connect. Well, this is just, this is a sparrow dream meaning. Sparrow, sparrow hold an important place in the dream world. Birds are the messenger career. I'll keep on getting ads. This is stupid. I hate these kind of websites. Connecting two words through two worlds through spirit message signs and information. This is the second time you've got the same little hint. Wow. It signifies wisdom, fertility, peace, change, and love. It tells you about the phase of your life that you need to pay attention to and things that so you need to pay attention to your foot, apparently. Yeah. Interesting. Like maybe um, like an athlete's foot, staph infection, might go get it checked out. Yeah, my hand is more concerning at the moment. Mm. Um, got a little little scalding burn. Well, a little birdie one might say something different. Yeah, you're right. It might, yeah. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, um, yeah no, but, dude, it was incredible. But one of the fun things was, um, you know, the, the other family we were with, pretty big TCU fans also, um, so watching the college ball, yeah. like that was never not on our TV. Oh, yeah. It was just baseball did the uh, and we had talked about this before baseball is boring um college football college, college baseball, baseball was like more fun yeah especially because uh like t- i know a lot of like it's big in texas like t- all the texas schools in baseball are pretty good you know yeah texas is good a&m's pretty good you know obviously tcu's great TCU's, texas Tech, yeah texas tech's been great for a while but i don't i didn't really i haven't really watched that much of it but uh i think it's cool to like they all get to play each other during this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, that's a big thing, especially, I mean, for everybody that we know here in Texas, just love watching that. I I, I didn't get to uh, hit too much of that this this last week, but... What about it? So uh, they're they're still in it, TCU, right? Yeah, well, they're going going to the World Series. Um, And then I I saw Texas um, yesterday. Um, they, They took down Stanford. Um, yeah, and and it was the top of the ninth. They were down like three runs. The uh, Stanford put in a freshman pitcher, I believe. Um, and I mean, Texas just went to town. And yeah, cleaned up on this dude, and they ended up winning by two. Um, so that's gonna be rough. Uh, huge win, and then Texas also. Um, in track was the uh, the women's track was dominating. Um, and they won the outdoor event. Uh, that I watched after. So it's cool to see Texas teams, Texas uh, yeah. colleges doing well. But uh, I know you, you've been oh, yeah, dude. On, so, on a, on a, on a different like, stage. Not, yeah. not the World Series, but Little League. Um, Alex, yeah, I just started baseball. Um, you started a couple weeks ago, but uh, I think you were gone for a little bit. And yeah. We, you know, we had to schedule around it. But dude, uh, first of all, he's good. He's like, we, uh, he's played T ball before. And but this isn't T ball. This is Coach Pitch, and um, we got him a new glove, all that kind of stuff. And so he, he it's still like not uh, like where I want it to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not, but the progress yeah, is getting there. You gotta yeah, you gotta play catch with it, but it's still kind of hurting his hand and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but dude, like he's 
definitely the best on his team for sure. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh well he had this bat too that like, you know, it was a T ball bat and it's too small for him, all that kind of stuff. So after the first game, like after he just like was going off with this small ball or small bat, like Lulu for the next like week just did research on bats. She had like She's picking out through like 10 bats, like, okay, we're going to get this one, this one. The drop on this bat is this. You know, here's the barrel size. I'm like, God dang. Like, bat it was woman. pretty sexy. Yeah, bat girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, um, shout out Barbara Gordon. Um, and then, but here's the thing is, is that when you're like, I'm not necessarily the dad, but when you're, you know, a male that's taking a kid you play to play a father figure. Yeah. yeah. You are basically the coach as well. Um, like when he goes to baseball practice, I go to baseball practice. <laughs> like he has a coach there, but you know, I'm like setting up stuff, like, you know, throwing grounders, hitting balls, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and guess what? Like the coach isn't going to be there on this next week. So I'm running practice, baby. Let's go. I know. And I've already got stuff pulled out. Like I already know what we're going to be doing. First of all, we're working on cutoffs, Right. They don't know what the hell a cutoff is. Need to know. Yeah. We've been, they've been, uh, and first of all, this team that we're, that he's on. Especially with those arms. Need yeah, to know. It's the, they're kind of like the bad news bears. Like, he's the best player, <laughs> right? And all these other kids, like some of them haven't even played. One of the first, like first practice, one kid didn't even have a glove. Like, you know, there's just, but now that, like, and then uh, the last game we had, one kid like finally got a hit and I was, and I'm playing catcher. Right, you know how the coach pitched. Yeah, if you don't have a catcher, it's usually a dad that's just throwing the balls back. Right. So I'm there, and he hits it, kind of dribbles to the pitcher's mound. He's run. I'm like, run, run, run. He's running to first base, and his shoe comes off again. No, this is not Alex. This oh, is a okay. different different child. <laughs> this is a different child. Okay. Again, no. <laughs> uh, and he just turns around and tries to pick his shoe up. I'm like, oh, go, dude. And this is like his first hit, you know. And I'm like, you're gonna ever, you're gonna always remember. Your yeah. parents are always gonna remember that your first time playing baseball, first time at bat, or first time getting a hit, you were getting your Nike baseball shoe. And anyway, so was he? Did he make it to first? No, he got thrown out, Jeez, dude. Man. Hey, but come on. Kid. But here's the deal that I was kind of <laughs> wanting to get into first is that the teams that we've been playing, like we signed up, we signed them up for just some YMCA league, yeah. right? One yeah. that's like close by. A lot of these teams are what are called pioneer teams. Do you know what that is? I do. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, they're kind of like try. You have to try out. And it's almost are, like select, but yeah, yeah. And these are like seven and eight year olds, right? So uh, there's a big like ceiling, uh, skill ceiling there. Like if you know how to hit a ball, then you're already like in the top, you know, ten percent of like seven and eight year olds. If you know how to catch a ball, ooh. If you know how to throw a ball to first, you're an like all -star. from third base, yeah, you're gonna make it to all stars. Yeah. Well, we're we're the last two weeks we've been playing kids that are in pioneer teams, and they play spring and fall, but they don't have a summer league, so they all have just decided to play here. Yeah. And, and I'm like, we ran into that when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, I want to get Alex on one of these teams. Like we kind of just signed, we signed up and we didn't even have a coach, and so like we finally got a coach, all that kind of stuff, and it's just you know just a ragtag group of kids, um, but they're getting blown out like every week. 
I hate that for them. Yeah. Uh, so we're so Tuesday. Dude, I tell you what, work on. You're gonna do cutoffs. I would yeah. say the other thing. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'll tell you more stuff, but go for it. Give me some advice. Um, well, so one of the things that really helped, uh, and I mean, our nephew, yeah, is four, and he can hit the ball better than most six and seven year olds. Yeah. But the biggest thing is like with hitting. Is the eye contact to the ball? Yeah, a lot because of kids so many away. kids just get in this bad habit of just swinging. Mm-hmm. So what we'll do sometimes, just testing him, is we'll act like we throw the ball, but but hold it. Yeah, and see if they swing. And little things um, that just catch them off for a second, it like brings it back to the fundamentals and the basics of yeah. like, hey, you got to watch the ball. Same thing with ground balls. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, having the offhand there with the glove. Yeah, some kids are still putting the glove on the wrong hand. And, you know? and knowing when to go underhand with your glove or overhand. Yeah. Like, those simple things are game changers at oh, that yeah. age. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, you know, they're kids. There's a couple things. One, There's this one kid there that, like, he had... he. Once he has started to figure out how to throw, he can throw the ball like super quick, super fast. But he scares me. This is not Alex. This is a different kid. He scares me because he always – he doesn't know how to catch very well. And like Alex was playing catch with him the other day, and he was throwing him right at the kid. And so the kid like will try to throw his glove up last second. Ooh. And, dude, it was like hitting him in the shoulder. <laughs> and like, dude, And uh. I'm just like, hey, so – Every single time he's about to throw the ball, you need to call for the ball. You need to have your glove up and say, hey, throw it here, like here. Yeah. That way he kind of knows when to be ready. Because I think it's easier to swing down, grab, the, you know, get the glove underhand, keep the glove overhand. Because you're always, most time the time they teach you to, you know, Dude, catch the, the ball. kids that like, yeah, they don't you know, know that line. And I, for me, it's always like above the waist chest. Yeah, below the belt, like knowing that imaginary line, dude. Uh, we were warming up in Little League one year. I used to pitch. I played shortstop and I pitched. Yeah, we we both and, did that. Um, that's right. I forgot. You, we literally yeah. did the same. Yeah. Well, before games, you know, we'd warm up and we'd be in in lines throwing, playing catch, and I'd do kind of like right before it was game time. I'd yeah. do like ten, ten, and ten. So I'd I'd throw like you know. 10 close range, I'd, I'd take, you know, steps back, yeah. throw 10 more steps back. So I'm throwing harder and harder velocity. Well, that kid I was throwing to, he had that same problem. And, dude, I broke his nose. See? That's what I'm saying, man. Before it's, the game. He's one throw away from getting hit I in mean, the face. that thing exploded. <laughs> it just God. was gushing. And I felt so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was really good friends with the kid. Um, and, but the reason it happened, dude, I, I mean, it wasn't that I threw, you know, an outrageous, but it was yeah. just that he didn't know how right to catch at it. like chin to face level rising. The, yeah. And he didn't, he didn't know how to glove up. situate it. That's what we're, so here's what we're going to work on. You tell me if this you think is a good idea. All right. So, um, first of all, we, everybody got a hit last game, which I'm pretty proud of every the first game we didn't have any runs i think like alex and maybe two other kids got on base yeah and so we worked on batting last week uh every we have a kid that switch hits 
Yeah, that was me. I used to do that. I I just bat left handed. That's it. Uh, I I can you do it still? Um, not great. My nephew is the same way though. Really, he's left handed, but but that's what changes it for him. Is like, I don't know. He he's got my thing was I broke my right arm twice as a kid. Oh, so you had to switch. So I over? had to. Yeah. And then when I went back, I could I could switch hit and. and it was it was fun. It was cool because yeah. actually sometimes my my dad was our coach primarily, and yeah. I mean there were some games where we were going up pitchers as we got a little bit older, and he was like, hey, like he you know, it would throw a pitcher off. And dude, I had that problem pitching. I don't know if you did, but when I was yeah. throwing to certain kids, yeah, if they were you know left handed, um, something about you know for me the, it was the, the opposite. Okay, if they were left handed. Like because they're on the opposite side of your body from the hand that you're throwing, it, it, it seemed easier. easier to me. Yeah. yeah, but like the curveballs and certain things, it was just a mental game for me. Yeah, because I always, I was, I was like, I'm gonna nail them. I always thought the other way with the right handed. Yeah, like when I saw a left handed hitter, and especially because I was a left handed hitter, I was like, okay, I know, kind of, I don't know. It just for me, it seemed easier. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but okay, so here's what we're gonna be working on. All right, so a lot of times there would be a kid on first base. The second baseman or the shortstop or even the third baseman would get the ball and they would just throw it to first base and not look at second. Yeah. And then the opposite would happen. Like, no one would be on first. Someone would be on second. And they throw it to... Or they throw it to second and that kid would already be... Like, didn't have to move. And it's just like, we're going to do live game stuff where I'm going to have them all out on the field. Yeah. Maybe have either, like one kid run the bases or maybe like have a uh whatever and just set up i would do it where if you can if there's another dad there yeah, that's what i was gonna do i was probably gonna get the dad to be like the runner or yeah. maybe like at least just have him out on first base and be like and just be like okay and then just hit it to the second baseman and be like okay what do you where do you throw it here you know just because they were getting so confused and then it's always that they need to know where to throw the ball before the play hits exactly that's what it always is in baseball it's like you got to run through the stuff that you that okay if the ball gets hit to me where is it going to go it's like a formula yeah yeah all right so there's somebody on first okay cool i'm right here at second i'll just tag second look at first like it's just they need to have that going through their mind and i don't think they are i mean obviously yeah. they don't. they're not so we we used to run drills like that, and I think part of it was that the dads are so much taller than the kids, so it was like very obvious who's on base. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, and then also the dad has comprehension of when to run and when right. you know what what is going on, um, because I mean we used to do it with like you know we'd keep a cone stationary and that meant X Y and Z. Like, but yeah. it got too tricky, especially for the younger kids. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and then like just doing like slow walkthroughs like like we used to do in football on you know thursdays yeah um just doing walkthroughs of like okay we're not running but we're gonna walk this yeah and you're gonna tell me what where, where to go yeah. who yeah and you just have you got it. Kind of, have yeah. everybody kind of like say that a lot here's something i want to tell you that happened yet like we i had a game yesterday um lulu had to work and i left and I, so I, and we were in charge of the snacks this week Oh yeah. First of all, we What'd loaded you get? up, dog. We had uh Pringles, Chewy Bar, uh and then a, just a miscellaneous snack from our pantry that we're trying to get rid of. Yeah. With uh red Gatorade and Popeyes. Dude. Can't, right? can't go wrong. I know. So I'm I'm in charge of like getting it all to the game cuz she's not going to be able to go. This she was devastated. She wanted to go so bad. Uh well, I left my keys in her car. And I'm sitting here like, 
you know, 10, 15 minutes before we got to start, you know, going. And I'm looking everywhere. And so I had to call an Uber to come pick us up. <laughs> so I had Alex in this Uber car, like, put all the snacks and, like, the ice chest and the, the trunk. This guy's and, like, where y'all going? Yeah, I know. And uh, then, you know, we got there, sna- lost, <laughs> whatever, Pioneer <laughs> team. And then I uh, had to, like, trek home. But now I have, like, all these – I had, like – the coach was also giving me, like, all the balls. And I saw, dude, like, when the next – I had to get another Uber. <laughs> so I have, like, probably, like, five bags. And he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, she was she was devastated. She was asking me, like, first question. She was like, so do they like the snacks? Did they like, and I was like, yeah, dude, they were lining up. Dude, ice pop in the summer. It goes hard. Yeah. What's the flavor for what's because I've been I've eaten now since we have them I've eaten every flavor I'll tell you which one's the best. Mm. I used to not like this flavor, but dude, it mm. the blue yes, How, yes, dude. I just had a feeling. Yeah, the blue one is like see, yeah, that even the red one like yeah. the ones that I used to I used to always I was a pink guy, green guy, yellow guy. Yeah, and I still like them, but pink and green. Um, yeah, 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 but the blue, the blue is like next level. It's like that antifreeze shit. That Pink and green. About. That's a saying in, in the, the rooms of recovery. Uh, there's a two things I'll take you out. Is a pink and green. What is that? Pills and no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> okay, what is it? Um, pink. Oh, okay. That's kind of sexist. Yeah, and then uh, money. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, wow. But those are great uh, flavors. Uh, <laughs> great. Great flavors for, yeah. for the... Uh, what you you got a go-to flavor for ice pop? What's your ice pop flavor? Um, <clears throat> She's like, I don't give a it shit. It has the, the yellow that looks... Yeah, kind of... It's a golden yellow. Yes. It's the mango. That and then the blue. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the very, like, highlighter green is so good, though, too. Yep, that is one of my favorites. Uh, I think we're going to have to go get some. Uh, Dude, you could come help me with baseball if you dude, want. Hey, I'm, That'd be fun. I'd be down. Uh, I'd, like, I'd, be like, I'd actually, I would enjoy it. Um, we have enough dads, but if you, it would, I think you'd be, it'd be fun for you to come watch. Well, I mean, if you want. Yeah, uh, well, I tell you what. Um, B is going on a cruise to Alaska. Um, so I'm going to be... Yeah. In like eight days. Yeah, so I'm going to be kind of... Oh yeah, uh, hanging around, winging it. winging it solo. Um, so, I, dude, I might have to just. It's pretty fun. Hop on a baseball. He practice. got to play two games, not last, this week, but last week. He got picked up because one team didn't have enough players. Yeah, and I wish we would have been on that team. Like grown men play on that team, and he—he, <laughs> he, I mean, he's as good as those kids. But the team that we're on, I just am like, man, little uh, little baby Roos out there. Yeah, there's actually one of them's name's Rocco. Uh, not okay. on our team, but on this, and he looked like he looked like an old Babe Ruth, like, living you know, in a kinda, modern world, kind of chubby. Like, yeah, and his voice sounded like my voice, and I'm like, "How old are you? like you know how like they have those like Little League World Series? They gotta have the, the birth certificate and stuff like that." I mean, sixth had, grade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. He, yeah, he was. He's like, I'm in seventh grade. Yeah, he was showing one kid how to throw the ball. He was like, "Hey, don't be scared of it." Don't be scared of the ball. Oh, I'm God. like, God, this kid's fucking seven years old. He's intimidating. Yeah, he's yeah. like, don't. Hey, when I throw it at you, don't step away from the ball. All right, let's get behind it. I'm like, God, that's, you know, that's what his dad says to him in the backyard all the time. Yeah, yeah. dude, it was that's hilarious. Dude, yeah. we had one of the dads. So, dude, 
we need to, yeah, we should break down some of the baseball dads because I don't know if it's still this way, but um, there was a few dads are just, I can picture right now. Yeah. And one of them was a coach. I couldn't stand. He coached me in all stars one year and I fucking hated it. Um, uh, I will say this. I will give credit here. One of his sons um, plays in the MLB now. Oh, okay. Well, that'll do it. So they did something right. But, dude, this dad would just bug the shit out of me because he was like, he'd have a big chaw. I mean, we were like eight years old. Yeah. Huge chaw. And he had like the biker baseball shorts on. Oh, you know, yeah. The real short ones. Yeah. He smelled like an entire bottle of cologne all the mm, time. Mm-hmm. Chain on his neck, chest hairs popping out. He got the he's a seven million dollar bull Bull rider. Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, dude, he'd put the the fear of Babe Ruth and God at you at the same time. Like it was just like I really got to live up to a lot right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but dude, it was like that sweat in cologne smell. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And just a pissed off face all the time. There's a, we, we got to take a break here in a second, but one of my favorite coaches I've ever had, he had a cigar smell to him and cologne. He would like, you know, he would know he wasn't supposed to be smoking cigars or like <laughs> cigarettes. It was a, it was definitely a cigar, like a, like a black and mild kind of smell. Okay. But he would try to wash it away with cologne. <laughs> and he would like give you like a hug. He'd be like, hey, bud, how you, you know, all that. and it smelled so good. <laughs> I think, I think if so, you had the cigar smell, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was uh, dude. It was always it was always a trip with the with the dads out there. And yeah, uh, now now we're getting to be those. Yeah, uh, and people. it's been it's kind of cool to see the other side. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break, um, and then I think we're gonna do some uh, agree or disagree. Yes, sir. Uh, so stick around. Welcome back. When we left off, uh, we were talking about the segment Agree or Disagree. This is where B gives you and I a prompt, a, com- a topic, and we say gold star if we agree, and see you after class if we disagree. Um, I sent her some, I, I, so I know uh, know them, but you know we'll see how it goes. Um, did you see, you didn't send any, right? No. Uh yeah no I didn't I didn't realize we were doing it uh, no, this good. episode but um dude I'm excited it's one of my favorite segments that we do yeah mine too and you you said you looked at the first one a little I, bit yeah I well you yeah you sent it as a text so naturally oh, yeah. I went to read it and then I was like oh that's what that is so yeah. uh, I just saw one of these um but yeah we'll we'll jump right in let's get into it well lucky for y'all the first one that we're gonna do is one that I just thought of ooh so y'all both don't know it uh, yes <laughs> okay. Traveling to the mountains is a better summer vacation than going to the beach in the summer. Um, what if we switched it? Can you switch it? Yeah, like, let's switch it. Like mountains in the summer. Uh, wait, wait, you know beach what I'm saying? in the summer. Okay, because uh, you're trying to say that in the summertime, going to the mountains is better than the beach. I'm, I'm, I already have my answer, but I'm gonna say see me after class. Yeah, see me after class. I'm okay. I'm a big uh, I'm a big summer guy when it comes to vacation spots. 
I do like to ski and stuff like that, but I, you know, I think it's closer to like winter, you know, winter time. I know that it's obviously it's like fresh in the mind. You know, I think you wanna... it's because like where we live is yeah. that I I want the season of a colder weather mountain sometimes. Um, I will say this: the one thing about the mountains in the summer is the hiking and fishing aspect. Ooh, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's something about, dude, the beach, like, I, I love it. I just yeah, love going to too. the beach. And, and when you go to the beach and not in the summer, at least where I've been, it, when it's, cool. when it's not hot out, yeah. I don't like the beach Me as neither. much. I hate it. Especially like sometimes on spring break, uh, I remember back in the day you'd go to the beach and it was like a, like the summer or like the, uh. Weather hadn't changed completely yet, and so you're getting, like, some of those cold fronts, you know, and some days maybe it even rained at the beach, well, you it's, know? like, windy as all get out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the worst. Uh, like, so- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the best, though, is, like, certain places on the beach, it because it is, like, beachfront. Yeah. It, it'll cool off at night, which is awesome, because it's, like, dude, you can wear a hoodie at night. Yeah. But then during the day, you're, like putting on sunscreen what i'll say is is that i think for those two vacations the weather has more of an impact on the beach vacation than it does on like a mountain snow like even though yeah if you want to go skiing you know there's got to be snow but you you're going to know that there's snow before you book the vacation if that makes sense right yeah typically yeah yeah yeah. and, and i so, think that like yeah a fall in the mountains is equally as good yeah. as the summer in the and mountains. It, it's uh not everything's like based around the weather as it is on the beach. If it's on the beach and it's like a shitty day at the beach, overcast, rain, unless you're windy. going, unless you're going for a specific activity, like for example, you know, if you're trying to go fly fishing, well, then there's certain seasons sure. you want to go. But you know, other than that, like just in general, right. experience in the mountains, I'm good pretty much any time. I do love the mountains, but in the summertime, I'm a beach guy. I think. Yeah. Same here. What you got? What do you What do you think? Well, I'm being spoiled this summer, and I'm getting mm. both. So yeah. that's like my ideal summer, She'll a little report. bit of both. She'll yeah. report back. Yeah, yeah, she just got back from the Bahamas, and now she's going to Alaska. Well, you're yeah. going to the mountains, too, in July. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, uh, like, I think it's badass you get to go to Alaska. The best of yeah. both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll report back. Okay. Let's see. She's only hit in Montana when she puts the wig on. <laughs> yeah, don't expose my secret. Okay. Um... It doesn't matter whether you enjoy your job or not, as long as it's a well-paid job. I'd love to hear what Tommy has to say about this. Um, see me after class. You think, uh, well, read it again. I know I put this one in, but read it, it again. It doesn't matter whether you enjoy your job or not, as long as it's a well-paying job. I think, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a gold star, honestly. I'm going to give it a gold star. Money overall? Not money overall. Um, being able to like support yourself and have like a living wage or like that's what I'm getting at. Like if if you can, you know, whatever that that monthly bill situation is with utilities and being able to live a little bit over you know over that, uh, I think that is more important to me than like the job that you have. Yeah, but what if it's a super toxic toxic environment? 
Like, okay, put, put it this way. Frame it this way. Yeah. You're making more money than you've ever made, but it's a super toxic environment. You Your schedule is literally all the time, every day, six, yeah. seven days a week. You don't get to control much of anything. Yeah. Um, and I agree doing with the you same thing over and over and over. And you do that for, you know, years on end. Yeah. Just to make money that you rarely even get to, you know, so, enjoy. But yeah. like you have it. There's that element. Absolutely. My and thing so, is this, is why not find something you like and make money doing yeah, it? Yeah, that's not the question, though. <laughs> right, but if, but yeah, if I I'm had to you. pick, I'm just saying, that's so, why I say see me after class, because yeah. I was... Um, well, can I yeah, can I give yeah. you like a little bit more clarity of like kind of what I was thinking? Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't thinking like a toxic workplace. I was thinking more of like, okay, this is a job that you don't like to do, and not necessarily... And like the hours, sure. I'm thinking 9 to oh, 5, yeah. 8 to 5, like... I'm thinking that, but if we're if we're adding that, yeah, absolutely. That's like that definitely makes it a more even where, like, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't put that in perspective. Having like okay, like so let's say like you have a, a shitty boss where he's you know whoever it is, is, they're just like, hey, you know they they don't give you any credit for anything, like and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it's just not an ideal job. Like okay, but you're for example, pay. like let's say, let's say you're waiting tables, but for you, like they just pay you. You know, a, a, a living wage where, like, where you are now in life, you would be able to like survive, go on vacations. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like the or just yeah. Not no, even I, that, I like, would rather do something that like I, a bra- backbreaking cons- construction job, but you're getting paid very well. Yeah. No, I I get that. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I saw it. But maybe I'm. I, I like the way you said it first. Like, you know, toxic work environment. Well, because like, let's face it, if you're gonna make a chunk of money. Yeah. Typically it's based on skill level, sure, experience level or you know, something sales related typically. Um and, and or you've got years into this career yeah. or what have you. Uh most of the time. This is not, you know, there are exceptions obviously. Yeah. Um like dude, for example, um you know, you could be um, you could start your own company and something take off. Like there's a lot of, you know, different situations, but in general, I have found that, um, at jobs where I made more money, um, it was great for a while. Yeah. But then like I had no life. I was on the road constantly. Yeah. I could not have a relationship. Like it just, yeah. there were so many things I'm with you on that. that there was no balance um, but then being on the other side of the spectrum, and I mean, admittedly, more recently, that's where I've found myself is like even worse working for a company that doesn't respect you at all yeah. and still not making money. Terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah. So um, we're, not, we're not like we. I mean, so I we, would take yeah. the I would take the job I yeah. didn't want if I made more money and could live more comfortably yeah. and take stress off. Yeah. Given the circumstances you're saying. So here's, that's a good point. And we don't talk about what we do here. Like you and I don't talk about work at all. Sure. Um, and I, I don't, one, another thing that my dad listened to on this podcast, I did say something of where I used to work, like, you know, when I was in my 20s at one point, and probably shouldn't have done that. I didn't mean to. I, I hinted at where I worked. Yeah. I hinted at where I worked. Um, but here's what I'm going to say is, is that uh, where I'm at now in life is, 
like I need to be able to provide for Lulu, her kids, like be able to do that. Yeah. At the same time, I need to be able to have like quality time with her and her kids, right? Like yeah. I, I'm having to do baseball practice. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna I'm I'm go I've gone to every baseball practice. I've gone to every game, every soccer game. I missed one soccer practice and like I felt terrible about it. And that was because of a uh the work that I was doing at that time, it was like I'd get home at sometimes at ten at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh it just wasn't cohesive. It wasn't cohesive you. for me. And at one you know, there is a there is a breaking point for us to do that. Like to so, so like I yeah, now I'm in a much happier place, like, you know, great family work balance, if that makes sense. Right, it rocks. And uh so Yeah. I think there's a there's a fly. It's okay. Yeah. But anyway, so I think that there's there's definitely like that line and I guess it's just Honestly, it's uh, it's an objective or it's a subjective question, and whatever that line is for you. And I think for me now, right now, uh, yeah, like I want to get home at around like you know five or six, right? You know? But there, that's where that's what I'm talking about, though. You, there's things you want you're not going to always get with yeah. some of those higher paying jobs. Like I, I, B and I sat down. I had that conversation recently. He's like, "Look, watch this. I'm going to kill it, uh, Peter. Close your eyes." Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, no, I had this conversation recently. It's like, hey, I know I could go to X, Y, and Z company. Here's what I would roughly make. Yeah. You'll never see me. Right. Like, I won't be home in the evenings. I'll be eating dinner about 10 o'clock at night, most yeah. nights. Going You're back. You're actually required to work at certain uh, time frames, and yeah. that puts you, like, Especially when things are ramping up. I'm like, projects. dude, we would not see each other based on her schedule, like my schedule. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do all that and be miserable. And like, yes, financially, we'll have that comfort. Yeah. But like, for what? And yeah. that that's like, I now it's like, I'm I'm actually starting back something I used to do. Um, yeah. And it allows me to kind of have a little bit of both. Uh, and have that balance because I'm at a point too where just like you, it's like having to provide for more than myself. Yeah. Uh, with that mindset of the future and family mm -hmm. and all that, and it's like, um, it can be a little overwhelming. Sometimes, oh, absolutely. Uh, a lot overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but like to be able to be comfortable and not be like stressing over that element of life is nice. Um, so. I think that I think that a lot of people and, and are in the same. It's got to be worth thing. the struggle too. Yeah, yeah, and, and also the thing about like, dude, unlike a lot of the boomers, is like most people aren't in just one thing for their entire lives. Yeah, like these days, it's like you are jumping around more. It's and because, so, and uh, sorry, I didn't cut you off. Go for it. You got something else? Because I, I. I I have seen this shift, obviously. I mean, Ooh, we're, yeah. we're old enough now to know what, what the reason. The reason is is because, like, starting out, if you're at a company, they're going to give you, you know, an entry-level pay, like, salary, right? Um, you The thing is that that promotion that you get, the dollar amount, the year experience, or whatever, you know, that year review that you get, you're supposed to get some type of promotion. Right. Uh Lately, what's been happening is companies have uh, really not been taking care of their employees 
Like they they just see them more of like, oh, okay, we can get rid of them and hire someone in for cheaper. Yeah. And so uh, because of that, like our generation and obviously, you know, gener- like Gen Zs, they've seen that the company doesn't really care about you. I mean, there, there are there's exceptions. Not the there same, are exceptions. There's not the same loyalty. To, there's not. Yeah. Um, and so what you need to do, and people, and this is very proactive. People need to be doing this. Even if you're comfortable with your job, like have your resume ready and you can shop it around. You Where you're at right now, like whatever job you have, like whatever you're making, somebody else is paying more. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And you, so like uh, you can like stutter step your way up a tax bracket by shopping around who you like your resume dude uh, we were at a wedding last year and someone there we were talking to um i thought you know they were telling me what they told their kids their advice and their kids are our age and younger yeah and like you need to move companies every every two to three years and i was like hmm they're like because you're gonna continue to make more money by doing that, getting the experience and yeah. moving, you can move laterally and still make more money. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then what I've found is like, um, dude, you can be the number one guy at a company, um, at company, you know, a, yeah. And you can be the number one guy making X amount of money, but you can go to company B and be the number five guy and be making 30% more. Absolutely. So it's like, there's so, so many different elements and levels. I have a go ahead. Um, but also is, um, I would say this is another thing that I always keep in my mind is I'm always on the market. Yeah, I mean, and that's smart to do. Like, because for example, you said earlier, like it's stressful having to provide or like stressful. Like, you well, need to have a spend, plan B, a plan C, a plan D. Like, yeah. okay, if this happens, and that's the, I mean, obviously it's. But I have a friend that uh, we used to work together, uh, you know, roughly making the same amount of money. And we don't work at the same company anymore, but uh, he just now got a new position somewhere else and for the same for the same job, but uh, same title, but is making uh, close to $40,000 more. Yeah. And uh, they're both the same, like, equivalent companies. They're very good companies, but... You know, he's got the experience now, and he just is can demand more, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and I wouldn't yeah. say, I wouldn't say, hey, go quit your job tomorrow or anything like that. All I'm saying is, is that if you think that because you put in so much work at a company that they're going to, like, always see you as an asset, they're not. There's always going to be a bottom dollar. Uh, if, you know, and I, but also there are great companies out there that will, you know, you'll be like, hey, I... I've been here for 20 years. I've been here for 30 years. Like, yeah. But I, I, glass door is a great, yeah. great place to, but a lot of times, like even during the pandemic, a lot of people saw that, uh, you're very expendable. Right. Um, like people got let go. Yeah. Just like at the drop of the hat because, you know, things were slowing down and it was, uh, so you just always kind of have that. You know, I had a, I had a GM call me, a year after something that happened at a previous company I was at, a, a year after, called me on the phone one day and basically apologize and say, hey, we were dealing with something we'd never dealt with before. And the way I handled things with you uh, was totally out of emotion yeah, and stress and uncertainty of, you know, 
my security and also like the company that I was helping run. Yeah. Corporate company. And he was like, I just wanted you to know like that, you know, you have a spot here and you're welcome to come back. That's cool. If you want to. And it meant a lot to me as much as like as shitty as it was. Yeah. I mean, it, it went basically just short, short of a lawsuit. I mean, it was kind of yeah. ugly, but you know, the humanity came back after some of that kind of turmoil settled down. Last thing, um, I'll, last thing I'll say is I have another, uh, I have a buddy that had worked in the oil field, you know, and that's like touch and go. It's, it can be very, very good. It can be not so good, you know what sure. I mean? And uh, that's what happened. I think he might have gotten, you know, let go. Like a year later, you know, I'm with him, and uh, he gets a phone call from, like, the GM, basically, and he's just like, hey, we need you, like, we need you tomorrow. You know, here's the here's the amount of money we're going to give you. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, and it's out in the middle of West Texas. Yep. So it's like, you know, seven hours away. It was like, we'll get you a spot. Like, we'll fly you out there. Like, we need you tomorrow. And, like, he was considering it, but he was like, you know, then he started remembering all the things that had happened, and he's like, yeah, yeah. it's not worth it. So I do say that the pay is worth it, but at the same time, there is a there is a line in the sand where it's like, this, you know, you're coming home and you're just going right back. You know, you're falling, putting your head to the pillow, then going right back. It's that's not worth it. That's not living. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, you got another one for us, B. Sorry, that one went long. That was long winded. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, swimming in the ocean is better than swimming in a public pool. So I thought of this one because of the Bahamas. I wanted to hear yeah. your answer. I saw you guys dancing on the beach. <laughs> um, I am going to give it a gold star. Mm. But I have an afterthought on that, which I'll get to you in a second. So it's like a it's a gold star, but you there's an asterisk. Then the teacher writes there's an like, asterisk. Yeah, needs improvement. Um, even there's a gold star. It's like gold star. I'm gonna pass it. It's good, yeah. But I do have a comment to make. Yeah, it's okay. One of those, maybe at the PTA meeting or something. It's like a quick two second see me after class. Okay, but mine is a, but gold star. Mine's for sure a see me after class. Like Ooh. needs improvement. Uh, a pool party beats a beach party any day. I think. Interesting. I love a pool party. Do Actually, you, right after but, this, but I'm it going. says public pool. Um, did it say public pool? It says pool? public pool. Yeah, public pool. And that's pool. what... Oh, okay. Uh, well, dude, we were at a store yesterday getting uh, a couple things, and we walked by some people, and I actually made the comment. I was like, they smell like they just got out of a public pool. Yeah, the chlorine and... It's, it's something different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I... Not knocking it, dude. I went to... No, you're dude, right. I still get in a public pool. Don't get me wrong. I'm but, with you on that, because what I... I like, for example, we, uh, we live in an apartment, and... There's a you know public pool there, and there's these same like 15 people that go to the pool every day. Yep. Like I don't even know. I think maybe one of them works, and like the other ones, yeah. like they'll switch off. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I gotta go to work. Okay, cool. And they all like they're all there all the time. They're and you know that's fun, but like when I'm wanting to hang out and do stuff, like they're playing volleyball in the pool and stuff, and like so like you know then the ball hits the water and splashes. You yeah. Know, and you're just like fuck. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Like all that, and they're you know they're wearing the shirts in the pool, not a great look. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, I lived at several apartments and pools, and and some of them and, do it right. 
uh, my old apartment that I had. Yeah, there was one. So one place I I had in Austin. It was a great spot, but it had multiple pools, and mm. the main pool was kind of influencer central. It was just like not my vibe as I got much. You. It was. Do you remember? Um, do you it, remember? it was yeah, it was that vibe. But then the other pool was more like felt like a private pool. Honestly, it was like not as cool of a pool at all. But it's yeah. where I'd go hang out. Um, and then the last place I was at, yeah, it was the same like like you're saying, fifteen to twenty people every day. Yeah. And um, I don't know what they do, but they just kind of live there and they're always in the pool. So I'm saying I'm thinking house pool. I'm thinking like, hey, it's you know yeah, it's my birthday, yeah. or hey, we're just having people over to celebrate, whatever. Like, come come to the pool. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. And so I said public pool. I'm sorry. Let's That's okay. Th- Even if it was just a pool, I would. Let's still, just go beach versus pool. Yeah, I would still stand by the beach. Right. Um, the only caveat I had is is I I did have a near death experience in the ocean one time. Mm. Um. That was uh, actually in California, um, Orange County, Table Rock Beach. Um, it was storming. It was a thunderstorm. It was raining. Um, I was in sober living. Okay. And then this guy that I knew that was also in the same program, he was like, grew up around that in California. Uh, and so it was storming. The water was like kind of it was deceiving. Yeah. Like, it didn't look that bad, but the undertow and shit was, like, mm, yeah. the waves were di- See, a, a, they, they a were different. could kill you. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, we there's this, like, section that it's like a horseshoe, and you could walk around over it, but we were going to swim out, and there's these huge rocks, um, hence Table Rock Beach. But mm-hmm. um, there's also a place people jump and do, like, some little rock, Cliff diving. Cliff diving. But... Um, this was on the other side, and we were going to swim through, right? Well, dude, I got obliterated by this wave. I hit one of the rocks. I hit my head on one of the rocks. Damn. And it didn't completely knock me out or anything, but it stunned me bad enough that I couldn't make it up before the next wave. And you're just like, and this I is swallowed, it. Dude, and I... Went under to where I I couldn't see light. You didn't know which way was. I up. like literally was so dazed and and like just basically got rocked and Shit. um I was I was drowning. Uh, I would have I I don't doubt I would have drowned. He grew up in swimming in oceans. It's a different type of swimming. Yeah, he actually used to be a lifeguard. And there Ooh, was lucky. a very famous uh, surf photographer. That happened to be out there. There was no one else on this beach this day. I mean, it's terrible weather. Yeah. Right? And this guy was out on the other side of one of these huge rocks. And he was taking pictures of the storm and stuff in the ocean. Yeah. And he zoomed in on his camera. And no way. saw me and what was happening. He actually ran down around. And he came down to the beach uh, in case we needed help. And I was green. And as soon as wow. I got my buddy, he like basically was like put me in a like chokehold. chokehold. And by the time I made it back to shore, like I was puking everywhere. God. It was like just I was just flush green. And ever since then, uh, like we like last year, like I still want to go out in the big waves, 
but I have a different like respect for yeah. the ocean in the you res- pool. You respect the ocean. Dude, I don't even think about that at the pool. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was my my uh, my last thing is there's like crazy shit out in the ocean. Um, one time we were out in South Padre and I was swimming. You know, when you're at a house party, there's a pool, there's bathrooms. You can go pee if you want, whatever. Um, in the ocean, you just go right. Yeah. Uh, so I, and South Padre is like pretty far away from where we live. I peed. We were about, to, we were going to the ocean, then we were going to leave, right? We were going to go back home to, uh, Fort Worth. I peed and there's like amoebas that will swim up your oh, pee stream into your urethra. That happened urethra. to me. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. It <laughs> happened to me. And no. like, yeah, it happened to me and it like, it hurt so no bad. way yeah it Dude, hurts. are you kidding no it hurts so that's bad. my biggest fear about yeah. peeing it oh hurts so God. bad like in it like oh. i didn't know what happened to me now it was like there was bumps all over my dickhead oh, man. there was like it, it hurt so bad did like, you did uh, every time i peed every, like, how did you resolve it did it come out i think i had to go get medicine this was like when i was like 17 16 oh, fuck but like I think I had to go to the doctor. Did you know it. immediately that's what it was? No. Did I, you think I, you had a STD or something? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, I thought this like, I th- I'm pretty sure actually I thought that's what it was because so I saw I'd seen that movie. It was like with uh, the Rock back in the day. You were like, no, this can't be happening. Yeah, I think I had and it had come out of the. That's right where time. I first saw that. What is it called? Like Running Tall or something yeah, like that. There's whatever. It One is. of those two. He had two movies that came out. That the were, Rock. That's the first time I ever knew yeah. that existed. And like uh, yes. Siffler, basically. I did. I was in Lubbock, te- Texas. Yeah. So that movie had that. just come out, or yeah. like you know, I had seen it recently or whatever. And I think that I was like, man, I peed in the pool. Do you think or up in the ocean? I think that might be what it is. Jeez. And then that's what it was. So that, that is wild. Yeah, dude, it hurts Shit. so bad. Like for, I mean, we were the whole trip back to Fort Worth. Like I was dying, dying. All right, what do we got? You got two. Okay, got you. Oh dang! All right, let's just let's just do that one that I wanted to. I wanted to hear your uh, what your take on it was. We got two minutes. Baby, yeah, is baby baby Gronk the new drip king, or is uh he's risen up, Lizzie Livy Libby, Libby, yeah. Uh, what baby, was it? Is baby Gronk? Uh, or she just uh, there's just risen him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she gave Libby him just a risen hug. Up. Yeah, dude. Um, he is the new drip king. I for I you, you guys who are but lost, dude, there's something about a girl that'll hug you. Um, a, a girl that'll hug you that will put you on the map too. Yeah, true. Um, I for, mean, uh, it's just for those of you guys like, what are you talking about? There's just this video that came out where this guy just used a bunch of Gen Z uh, buzzwords, uh, and people are going crazy with it. Baby Gronk got rizzed up by Lizzie Dunn. Yeah, Dunn. he's he's uh, how old is he? He's like ten. And LSU's got their yeah, eyes on no, him. No, not even. Yeah. But, um, all right, so next week we got, who do we got coming on? You said, uh, for, uh, we got a phone call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we got a new friend, Charles. um, Yes, sir. And he's out of California. Um, he has a podcast he's just launching. Uh, it's the Mental Wealth Podcast. Um, yeah, no, I talked to him recently. He's got a, he's got an interesting story. We thought it was, was definitely worth talking to him. Um, so, Look forward to that. Uh, find us on socials at Post Hump Day. 
Again, I'm Tommy DeSalt. Kellen King. We'll see you on the other side.